There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love is the law everywhere from the MyTalk studios to wherever you're hearing this broadcast. It is hour one of the Lori and Julia show, season 18. I'm Rocco taking over button-pushing duties for Holly. And although we've got no Julia, we do have... It's Brittany Pish. Believe it? I cannot. I can't. Thanks, Rocco. Rocco. Rocco's got his game today. I know. Rocco's like everybody else at this station. He's got two jobs now. That's true. Here I am. (laughs) It's called job security now. Production director and button pusher for Lori and Julia. But I am happy to be here. This is going to be fun. Yes, it is going to be fun. So um, uh, let's start, kitty cats, with anyone have a weekend claim to fame that they're busting to share with us? Um, Yeah, I've got something. Uh, uh, Yesterday... So you know how I do a bunch of stuff with secondhand hounds? Yes. We took in 51 dogs at our rescue. Whoa. I know. It was insane. From where? Uh, all over the place. So they 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 bust them up from all of these random places. Uh, and it ends up being these two people drive all night, especially in COVID times with these dogs. And then all these volunteers come. And it is military style, the way everybody's bustling and hustling, knows where all the dogs go. And then they go after their foster families. And it's crazy do they are they saving dogs like from a shelter there were the yes. next stop might be they'd be euthanized and killed absolutely okay. so a lot of shelters in different areas will cooperate you know, be with a kill each other. exactly and we've right now have more fosters than we've ever had people lining up and um it's been awesome it's been really exciting to see people be like i would love to foster or adopt and uh yeah, it's crazy. The dogs don't last more than about an hour on our website before oh. people are... So it's pretty cool. It's it's fun to see that. And then to also to see people who are fostering for the first time get a puppy in their car and the whole family's there as if it's like, you know, and they're all so excited and like... Um, yeah, it was really fun to see all that. That's a good weekend claim to fame. I'm not going to be able to top that one. How about you, Rocco? Well, let's see. I We hosted some friends over to watch um, 80s music videos on our projector in the backyard on oh, Saturday. That, that was fun. That's so, so good. That's yeah, fun. We've become like the projector people because we just love, that's we love watching TV and showing things and having right. things with friends. So we're like, we better do it outside. So we bought a heater. We bought a projector, a screen. Oh, my God. We over. have a neighbor who does that. Yeah, it's fun. That's really cool. And you got a heat lamp? Yeah, we got one of those propane heaters. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we might have to move the, we have like sort of a 70s uh, ski chalet uh, fireplace, you know, thing out back that we thought maybe we'll have to move closer to the Fun. screen as it gets colder. But yeah, it's 
That's weird. so. Were you watching videos? So we watched. Um, it's let's see, a, a DJ in town who I think might work on another station. Yeah, uh, host. <laughs> he does um, uh, music videos on Twitch. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so we put that on the screen, and uh, it was fun. It was all music from the 1987 which is kind of in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. and and that made me think of uh prince sign of the times which is from 87 so i watched a little bit of that mm. and, and then i was like you know i watched a little bit of the talking heads stop making sense over the weekend and that is super That's, fun so yeah that is good Come i on did over to my house and watch 80s videos oh Rocco, <laughs> that that is a good weekend claim to fame thank you rocco do your kids watch it too then um, he didn't watch the '80s videos with us, but okay, um, he enjoys say. he enjoys the backyard screen too. We've been watching a lot of basketball, so yeah. And then tonight is the Stanley Cup and a big uh, Monday Night Football game, so we might fire up the projector oh, in the night. Oh, do it! Yeah. I watched with Casey yesterday afternoon. Um, the A and E documentary. I want my MTV. Oh yeah, yeah. About yeah. how that how they came up with that, how that started, and. It was really, really interesting, and like I didn't know the whole Moon Man thing, and the for the MTV logo, they just they liked that M and that TV because they were like, oh, any artist can put their stamp on it, but they were trying to think of an iconic thing to represent when they launched it. Yeah, and all the NASA, if any any would be marketers out there, NASA pictures, all of that is public domain. Oh, really? So you can use any of that. So they did the moon landing of Neil Armstrong. You know, remember? Yeah, of course. Because it was free. They didn't have to pay for it. (laughs) They're like, how can we save money? Anyway, it was was really a good documentary on A&E. We should be careful because before we know it, my talk is going to just write like NASA. (laughs) Right, right. I know it. I know it. Well, you had had your weekend Uh, of pampering, okay? I just had had a two-hour massage for my lady. I am so here for that. That is awesome. Yeah, it was really... uh, it's that healthy wisdom. It's just a little, like five minutes from here, and uh, that's that's epic. Stacy has strong hands, and I love it's that. so weird how Casey and I have matching like issues on our bodies. That is weird. Knots in the same shoulder blade, knots, you know, in the same place above our left butt cheek it's weird we have matching maybe you should check out your own furniture or something. yeah There's no i don't be- i don't think that's that's it but anyway yeah that was nice and then i read read an incredible book i'm pretty sure i have to ask julia the the uh, author producer i think we're having this author on it's called the invisible life of Addie larue i've heard of that and it was good. oh it was one of the most i just haven't read a delicious book like that that was you know, it's like 500 pages. Yeah, yeah. And didn't want it to end. I love when And that it happens. has such a wild story. It It's kind of magical. It's kind of got a deal with the devil. Love this. That's been made. And this Addie LaRue is the woman who's lived since 1792. And the book goes back and forth between 1792, 18... I mean, all these different time periods and then modern right now. It sounds crazy. No, it sounds really good. Um... Here's the problem I have, though. When I get books like that and I read them before bed, I stay up till like 2 a.m. reading in the corner. Oh, well, yeah. Which I will do, hands right. down. But it's just funny. Do you read before bed and you find like when it's really good, you can't put it down or no? I No, I can fall asleep. Okay. It's kind of, yeah, I can fall asleep. All right, never mind. Yeah. I've, I, but I will do it. Like, I will probably, one of these days, what look more haggard than normal. And you'll be like, you What's were reading the What's going on, book. Brittany? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So That's awesome. 
Yeah. What else is? Oh, I thought the cra- the 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 most unbelievable um, uh, um, phone call from my sister, and we don't we don't see eye to eye politically. Okay, okay. I think that's okay. a, the same in a lot of a lot of families. A lot of families, but um, I we were talking about a couple other things, and then um, you know the thing came up about you know. The New York Times. I know. And, and Trump and everything. And yeah. I mean, I just was like like livid because, I mean, I pay so much taxes. I know. You and I, and Rod, we I pay know. more tax. I mean, they got to fix the tax code if that's, if somebody I, with that much money can pay that little tax. But um, I was trying to make a point with my sister. I said, don't you remember how much trouble we would get in with dad when we lied? Yeah. And she's like. He had a saying. I go, yeah, let me remind you of it. If you lie, you'll cheat. If you cheat, you'll steal. And if you steal, you'll harm somebody. And my dad just like, that was the big thing. So all the the biggest sin that we could ever do when we were kids is lie to our parents about whether or not we did or didn't do something. Because, of course, kids, you're always like, and that was like the big thing that, my dad was just like, no lying. So, like, lying was like the way people look at marijuana for gateway drug for you. For yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that was like because one slope. thing leads to the Next other. Thing you know, my sister just said to me, "I don't know what you're trying to say." To me. So, <laughs> listen, so listen, lady. I said, "Happy Sunday, sister." And no, we. I mean, we know we've been yeah. different, uh, like. For, for a long time on that. We just kind of laugh about no. it. But yeah. anyway, it was... I did see something really great, though, and I know everybody's divided in this. Uh, I did see something funny, and it was like, at least we know Melania isn't a gold digger. <laughs> there you go. Like, at least there's that. I was laughing. That's oh, my so gosh. Funny. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of it. It involves one of our favorite divas. Hey, everybody. There's a little Wilson Phillips for you. That song doesn't get old. No, it doesn't. It, and it, if you're alone in your car and that plays, game over. Yeah, you're going to sing. Get weird. I know Rocco feels the same way about that song. I do kind of sing along to that Do one. you? Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of irresistible. I remember thinking the the one of them was pretty cute. Well, The blonde. Yeah. Yeah. The blonde that's yeah. married to Billy Baldwin yeah. or whatever yeah. his name is. One of the Baldwin boys. Um, but they really, you know, like... After they none of them really had solo success. No, I don't think they did well. I think they tried. I yeah. think they just just didn't ever pop up on anyone's radar. All right. Well, someone who did have major success, and mm-hmm. she uh, is giving us uh, her memoir is coming out tomorrow. Uh, the meaning of Mariah, and I kid you not, it's published by Andy Cohen Books. I mean, just right there. I'm in. I mean, I know Andy is really setting up the empire, but it is, um, you know, the L.A. Times called it uh, her memoir, her most meaningful work yet, which is saying a lot for somebody who's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. But uh, they mean it in the sense of how much she's revealing. And she was uh, profiled. She was a celebrity profile on CBS Sunday morning yesterday. And um Rocco got us a little audio from her sit-down with Jane Polly. Yeah, this first one is about uh, kind of her early years growing up. Okay. She grew up with her mother, and though she was a trained opera singer, Carrie writes, they lived in near poverty and chronic instability, moving 13 times. I had a 
The one sustaining constant, Mariah Carey had a vision of success. If I'm reading your book correctly, even as a child, you felt a certain inevitability about that, right? I always knew that I would do this, and it was just a matter of when it was going to happen, because I came from, you know, um, a broken and dysfunctional family, and uh, without money or things that most people had. I don't, when I say without money, I mean like, we really didn't have much of anything. It was a bleak and scary childhood that she spun into gold and platinum. Because I felt like such an outsider, which is a theme I've dealt with in my music from the beginning in terms of being um, a black woman who is also of mixed race. Because when someone is vis visually ambiguous like myself, there's a certain, there's a lot of different misconceptions that come with that. And when she was on with Oprah, the, mm -hmm. the sit down with Oprah, which just made me miss, you know, Oprah's celebrity one on one I interviews. Know. She's so good. She's so good. But Mariah, it explains, you know, a lot of her like diva and how she loves to be glamorous. Yeah. She told Oprah, she said, I was so dirty as a child. And my mom, who's white, did not know what to do with my hair. Oh, she'd never. I mean, her our hair couldn't have been more different. And um, just, you know, the fighting and so the and being hungry and all of that. And then um, this next story, and I think Jane says this, at least for, she, for her reading it, one of the painful episodes in the book happened that Mariah shares in middle school. One of the most painful uh, episodes in the book happened when you were in middle school and hanging out with girls that were, you know, I mean, every middle school has its mean girls, right? <laughs> they weren't like the ultimate cool girls of the school. They were, okay, fine. They, they, but they were very pretty and they were different than me because they were white girls um, who kind of could wake up and just look fabulous with their hair that didn't need to be tended to and dealt with. But for someone with the actual texture that my hair is where it's curly but it's frizzy and it's this and it's that and my mother kind of being oblivious to the fact that like yeah we need conditioner and we need to figure out this child's hair so then these pretty girls invite her to spend a weekend i was so excited and innocently thinking oh this is going to be great and then i just felt utterly betrayed because they cornered me in order to just completely derail me and use words we don't say the words that you're i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thinking, yeah, over and over and over and over and over in a chant. In a chant. And she was far, you know, she was there for the whole, you know, like two nights. 
And she just kind of had to suck it up and pretend like it didn't hurt. But that stuff stays with you. Oh, my gosh. And it explains so much. You know, she kind of has that almost adolescent feel to her yeah. when they do interviews. And well, she always says I'm 12. She doesn't celebrate the number of years. And, and you know, we talked about her over the top glam. Well, she spent her life being ridiculed for her hair. And now we've I don't think I've ever seen her without and makeup. felt dirty. Yes. It told Oprah I was such a dirty child. That explains so much. Yeah. And the trust stuff. I mean, it goes back to her being secretive and things like that. And it's like, it all just seems to be full circle. Yeah. Here she is talking about, because she had, she did, you know, and she did with Oprah too. You know, she just said she was so glad that, you know, she met Derek Jeter and she realized, oh, she could have, because it was like being... Being married to Tommy Mottolo at the yeah. age she was at and the age she was at, he felt like a a father warden. Yes. She didn't have, they weren't on the same place in their life. Absolutely. She wanted to go out and have fun. Totally. And, you know, he wanted to barbecue steaks and, you know, have people <laughs> come over and watch a movie in their home theater, Rocco. No. <laughs> Which sounds awesome now. Sounds it. awesome too. But, you know, when yeah. you're 23, that does not sound yeah. awesome at yeah. all. So let's play the last cut. Finally free, and at the peak of her recording career, she tried movies, leading to the darkest chapter of her life. I couldn't even say the word glitter. It'd be like people around me weren't allowed to, we had to say sparkle instead of glitter. <laughs> glitter was loosely based on her life. It bombed. There was a year the tabloids tried to eat you alive. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about uh, the glitter, The glitter era. It was, a, it was an intense time. There's very few people who understand like being under the constant scrutiny um, of the world or the press. Well, you describe the low point, I guess, uh, when you went a week with two hours sleep. Yeah, six days. And that's, that's, I mean, that's that's not that's not, not acceptable, but I allowed myself to be put in the position um, for that to happen. I was working so hard and I wasn't about to let everything I'd worked so hard for just slip away. So I worked myself into the ground. And she talks about how she glitter was supposed to open on 9-11-2001 and she was in a rehab for like a breakdown that she had when she was, you know, running ragged, not getting the sleep or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of talked, kind of talked around it. But um, she then, of course, has, you know, she performs at the Heroes concert, 9-11. I think Tom Cruise introduces her and she sings her song, Hero. And, yeah. you know, that was just, I don't know if you, you're probably, maybe you're too young no, to remember I, that. Do I you remember, remember it, yeah. They had like a big telethon. Do you guys remember that, Rocco? Yeah, I really remember the Springsteen song, but yeah. That, yeah, it was kind of like we felt hopeful or whatever. Yeah. And she came out and sang that song. But anyway, I'm excited to read the tomorrow. It's of tomorrow. Mariah. It's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Are you going to get grab it tomorrow? Well, we'll I got to order it from my bookstore, yeah. Chapter 2 Book and get then it that way. But perfect. yeah, I want to read it for sure. Awesome. All right, listen, when we come back, what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about a very thirsty 48-year-old. Another little tidbit from the Mariah Carey book. Uh, apparently, she did a secret grunge album, you guys. What? Back in 1995 
with a group called Chick. I listened to a couple of the songs. Mariah is just like not the sing the lead singer on it. I, it sounded like I, I thought I was listening to Courtney Love and Hole. Really, that's what the sound was. And was she kind of like throwing out back? Rounds. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. the song de- uh, Demented, there's a video, it kind of looks like a parody of a Blondie video, <laughs> Dreamin', it's taking, it's filmed down on Canal Street in New York City and on Broadway, I mean, it's got that gritty feel, and a butterfly does appear. Oh, this, but she's not in the music video, but no. they just like a reference to yeah, her. Yeah, 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 so it was a secret thing she yeah. just took part of, so anyway, that's happening, there's one copy um selling uh on Amazon for this album uh it's $975. Well, can we acknowledge how bad their marketing was that they didn't try to shout that out right away? Like well, maybe they maybe they couldn't. It was yeah. recorded at the uh hit, hit factory where Mariah made most of her things. I don't even was- care if I was a grunge band, I would somehow get that on the internet that that was her. I would leak that somehow. And they even did a cover of that great classic Surrender by Cheap Trick. See, a grunge version of it. See, anyway. this band is going to become famous. Right, and but there's only one album and... available for, uh, for Amazon for $975. Can they, uh, Who yeah. knows how many they, they put out there? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm just having a lovely, you know, just reading in the backyard, enjoying the sun, Absolutely. reading The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, sipping my coffee, and I don't know why my phone was out with me. I think I was playing phone tag with somebody because mm-hmm. usually I just don't even have it with me because yeah. the the dings, oh yeah, of a news alert, I I can't resist. I them. can't resist yeah. it even if it lights up and it's flipped down. Yeah. I'll be like, mm, I gotta know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a peek. Yeah, so I I had it out there with me Big and mistake. I turn over my phone. Big mistake. And Gwyneth Paltrow gets naked for her birthday on Instagram. So, of course, I have to gotta look see at it. it you got to see it. She's uh, basically buck naked in her yard. Or do you say butt naked? I say I say buck naked. Okay, Rocco. Same, yeah. Buck? Buck. Buck, okay. Anyway, and here's the, here's the Insta quote. In nothing but my birthday suit today, thank you all so much for the birthday wishes, and thank you to Goop's insanely amazing brand new body butter for making me think I can still get me kit off. My kit off, which is British for yeah, undies. Yeah. She's not British. She's not gonna so I didn't even know I read that and did no idea of the reference. Kit is underwords. Okay. British for underwear. She's not British. She's not British. Okay. To get my kit off. And I mean, it is, you know, it's a bunch of trees and bushes. And I mean, I took a mental snapshot with my mind for yeah. thinking, I got to try and get that picture. Me oh, doing like, that oh, picture. Oh That's my, a yeah. good pose. We need it. Yes. Had the soft, gauzy filter, you know. She looks amazing. amazing. But okay. But yes. She. Let's talk about it. She. Let's talk about it. Come on. It's so thirsty and it's and not even on a Thursday. I'm not a Thursday. Come on, Gwen. I mean, this is so, it's like now to the point, it's not even veiled. No. It's not even like a mere shot accidentally or this no. or that. This is like they walked out on their private property to, and the, you could just have the imagery of the seven people involved in this photo. Right. Just walking out with her naked in her weird pasture. Right. And then her doing her post. There's probably 400 different versions of this picture that they right. picked from. 
it's, Brad probably had mad hot sex afterwards because there were other people watching her pose. You know what I'm saying, you guys? <laughs> like the idea of like that's mine. Yeah, and yeah. everyone's right. so you know. Except I mean, I, 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 it's she's she works very very hard on promoting her goop product, and now she's gone. To nudity. To the, yeah. I mean, yeah. wow. Well, well, it's fine. It's and fine. She, totally fine. I also wonder, like, what is this goop lotion? I'm on the website right the now. The Body Butter. How, how much? much is it? $55. Okay. And no, that's not what makes you look good. No. What makes you look good is that you, you limit what you eat yeah. very much. You work out really hard. Yeah. You had a great pose. Her leg was up. Her stomach was sucked in. Her everything, one, yeah. everything. And then she had a nice gauzy filter on. Okay, so you're telling me, Lori, <laughs> that I can't just buy this stuff, go out into the Hubbard kind mm. of uh, overgrown no. uh, area and just nail it? I would I would uh, recommend that you go to Walgreens yeah. and get the Cetaphil yes, yeah. or even a Vino. You don't need to spend $54. And anytime they call a product butter, yeah, yeah. means it's going to be greasy and know, you just are yeah. going to have to be naked for a while afterwards <laughs> or risk ruining anything you uh, put yeah. on. So that's why I don't think that she had sex after this because I, I think their sheets are high to have big of a thread they count. They went in a guest room. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, you're the right. pool, the pool yeah, totally. changing room or the sauna or you know, I, something, good, some little outbuilding. Good thinking, yeah, because otherwise there's going to be a grease mark left oh, And the celebrity sucking up I on know. it. I mean, here's who, who commented. Courtney Cox, of course, Katy Perry, Charlize Theron, Olivia Wilde, Paris Hilton, Naomi Campbell. I'm surprised. And then um, Guy Osiri, who's Madonna's manager. And, you Mm -hmm. know, Madonna and Goop famously fell out a long time ago over Tracy Anderson. Of course, he's a celebrity. And Debbie Mazar commented on Goop, and she's Madonna's ride or die. So that was one little interesting thing. But the bigger. The one person who didn't comment, and I'm going with help from uh, one of the ladies at Jezebel, mm-hmm. is that Jessica Seinfeld didn't make a comment. And Jessica and Jerry Seinfeld hosted Gwyneth and Brad's um, night before their wedding party, yeah. the groom's dinner. And last year, Jessica Seinfeld did her own standalone goop. It's your birthday. You're the most amazing friend. She didn't do a standalone, and she didn't like it or comment on it. I might know why. What is it? Okay, so lately, Jessica Seinfeld is under a lot of heat. Because? Because she is supposedly very difficult, and there's a lot of things going on around her that she is only invited to things because of Jerry Seinfeld. Whoa. I know. I've got, because I have the inside with, um, somebody's been putting this out that was from their camp, that doesn't want to go on record okay. uh, talking about she only wants to hire a certain age. They once sent her um, an assistant that was a little bit more curvy. And she said, I wouldn't want this. So all this stuff is coming out of her on, on like on the underground Internet. And it's oh. about to pop through in the surface. So I think she is just laying low because she doesn't want to comment on anything. Got it. Yeah. OK, so there's not anything uh, like between them as friends. No. She's just laying low. I think she's laying low. I think she, there's a bunch of stuff about to pop out about her. Allegedly. Well, I mean, remember she was a, she was a, like basically on her honeymoon when she had her affair with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. She was with the needle, needle, um, 
Niedenfeld, or it's a theater in New York. It's okay. a famous theater, theater family. Niedenhauser, something like that. Anyway, she was like married to this guy. Like they weren't even married like three months. And she left him for Jerry Seinfeld. I have this feeling. And she was a brunette. I have a feeling they're <laughs> they're they're currently just being like, let's not let's really? keep okay. our head down. And I, yeah, I'll but keep go, us up to date on we that. We did post the Goop Insta for you, and, and I mean, it is the gaziest of filters. I, I think that's the filter that bugs you the most. And I think for no, me, I love it. I I need to know more. I love it. I would love to have you know take I, a picture like that. But I think COVID honestly. is bringing out the neediness in all of us. Is it? And on a, a level but for celebrities. No, I wouldn't post that picture. Well, I, maybe I would. Yeah. If I look like her, maybe. Yeah, I would. okay. And I, I'm not mad at nakedness. No. I actually adore it. But like, there's just something about her that's always like needs that approval so much where you can just, it just reeks. And this COVID, I think, is really bringing oh out my the zany and celebrities. Could, and then I was just hate reading. I you know. know. All the comments. I know. Everyone just pulled this. Oh, I know. I love it. <laughs> so when I want to do something like, like watch, you know, I'll just like Casey yesterday, he was moping around. I said, please tell me you're going to watch the Vikings today. I know. Yeah. And because he hasn't watched them the last two weeks and I don't know who he is on Sunday. I know. I and think. Yeah. Well, so anyway, he, he goes, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about watching the Vikings. And I said, Casey, do what I do. Hate watch it. Yeah, totally. Hate read comments sometimes. Hate watch stuff. I said, then you can just be critical and go, and you know, kind of get it, get like stuff out of you Feel, without yeah. you, without getting in a fight with anybody yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or in any kind of thing. So he did hate watch the Vikings yesterday, and he actually enjoyed the game, even the bitter ending. See, there you go, because you yeah. can't lose if you're hate watching. I know yes. that's bad, because but it's true. I mean, you're either proven wrong and your team wins. Yeah. Are you proven right? And everyone all loves being right. Yeah, I Love. mean, I just, I was happy to help him, Rocco. So Yesterday funny. was a fun game, unexpectedly. That's what he said, yeah. Two players blew up for the Vikings. Oh, they, there was? Because he um, was in, very in happy way. about it. The running back got 175 yards, and the re- rookie receiver got 175 yards. It's the first time ever that two players on the same team have gotten 175 yards and still lost the game. Oh, wow, Rocco. Well, that sounds like classic Vikings. Classic That's what I remember Vikings. from when I was a Die hard fan. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's, you know. It was fun, but yes, ultimately. Yeah, he, he said uh, it. He said it was fun. And then, um, so anyway, Goop is a thirsty, buttery um, Chiquita. But my <laughs> God, the suck ups to her on Instagram were epic. That must be exhausting as a celebrity it's, to feel. That would be one reason to stay off Insta. I w- you would have to because it'd be. I mean, ever we notice when people don't comment, and everyone notices when somebody doesn't comment. Yeah, it's best to be oblivious. It's, it's a part time job, I would yeah. imagine, just making sure your all the egos you've got in check. I mean, yeah. that's got to be exhausting. I mean, Julia Roberts, her Insta game is she still is. You know, she does the stuff herself. She's not paying for anyone, and yeah, yeah. she's still kind of you know doesn't have much time for it. Yeah, because I never, I feel like we never read about comments that she makes. Not really. And she set the bars. I, I like that. That's kind of how I roll. Yeah. Set the bar so low. Right. That if you do something, everyone's like, that was really nice yeah, of Yeah, good for you. And Sir David Attenborough, you know, he's the British naturalist. You guys, have you ever heard of him? He, right? You, we, I think I've heard of him. Yeah. I think th- from you guys. Maybe. Was he with Dr. Leakey and an explorer and getting, you know, going to Africa yeah, yeah. and digging up fossils? Anyway, he is 94. He joined Instagram over the weekend and his very 
first Instagram post uh, at just 44 hours and 44 minutes. He bumped Jennifer Aniston off of the Guinness World Record for fastest one million. Wow. On Insta. And now Sir David Attenborough has that record. And Jennifer just got to have it for a few weeks. I'm sure she's going to be fine. I think she'll survive, but I mean. And then he gave, uh, you know, Prince, uh, you know, George... Uh, that he gathered with the, the William and the the other royals, mm-hmm. and he gave George a prehistoric shark tooth that he found on a dig in Malta, like in the 30s. And now that this story went everywhere, Malta wants the tooth back. Of course they do. Yeah. See, that's why social media is both the best and worst thing ever. It ruins yeah. everything. Oh gosh. Be- yeah, I know. All right, listen. Um, Brittany is here filling in for Julia. She'll be back tomorrow. Rocco is here and we come back. Um, we are gonna we're gonna talk through this TV show. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Did you get the dreads for work yesterday at 452? If you did, you weren't alone. Remember we learned that last week. <laughs> so I did it, not. Yo, know, I I love I did, I did not. I was like, yeah, I I I've got this week. I well, because I'm I love coming in here. It I mean, I get so excited. I literally don't even let my husband talk to me because I'm like, <laughs> I'm only going to talk about my talk stuff today. Yeah. And I love it. So Rocco, I get excited. did you have any uh, worries about coming to work today? Did you have any Sunday dreads? Well, this is my first day working the show. I'm, I was kind of terrified. Were you? Well, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Rocco. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't either. Also, I told my husband that you were willing to take up Real Housewives for the show. <laughs> yes. And he was impressed he said that's dedication i was like oh well we told him not to we said don't bother yeah put your life towards other things yeah we don't want to really hear from you anyway (laughs) about that i just just meant like that is showing my i don't know many people that would say i will take on the i mean obviously don't but right thanks for and donnie would watch it through osmosis basically based because i uh, think he secretly likes his partner loves the house no he really does i mean he is i mean we have a text going back and forth about tv shows yeah yeah he he his sensibility you know, does not run in any way towards really any reality. Yeah. It's just like, he just, you know, really doesn't. I could, I mean, I I could see him. I mean, there's things where he'll know where he'd be like, did you see that thing? You know, when I'd come in where I think he, I think he there's two percent of him. He's a two percent interest in it. But yeah. I now that he is not having Rocco to watch really it, really has no interest in it at all. I'm not a reality show guy, really. But, yeah, I know, mean football, sports, or whatever sports but is your sports reality, like a reality show in itself. That is, that's true. It is, it is. But that's that's yeah. their that's that's their what version. a lot of people like Casey's reality show that he watches. There is one. What. It's been on a long time. He absolutely loves it, and he only watches it when I'm really not around. But I do know some of it because Deadliest Catch. Oh well, that's so good. Yeah, Deadliest uh, Catch is done in a way that it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. If somebody else was going to turn it on, I'd definitely watch. But it. But just how many seasons can you watch like, these dies guy <laughs> getting the king crabs? Totally. <laughs> Totally. You know, okay, so, all right, let's talk about Real Housewives news. Let's let's see, we'll get Rocco's opinion on this, because this is just speculative, completely speculative. This is being reported, made up by, I think, um, 
Well, maybe TMZ is not. TMZ sources close to the gal pals, Caitlyn Jenner and her one-time rumored girlfriend, uh, Sophia Hutchins, mm-hmm. that uh, they were had they were spotted having dinner with Eileen Davidson. Well, mm. she lives in Malibu. Yeah. Caitlin lives in Malibu. No one wants to drive into Beverly Hills. True that. You know, at this time. So they're just, uh, anyway, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. There is a spot to fill. How would you feel about Caitlin Jenner joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Chris okay. Jenner told Ellen on Friday she's out. Basically, she said, I'm too good for that, and I have too much money. I just don't. Here's the problem. She didn't use those words, but that's what she meant. Yeah, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. I I don't like when Chris Jenner randomly is on Real Housewives, which she randomly is. Uh, when she, Like once a year. Yeah, exactly. I don't she, like. She hates it. You can tell she acts yeah. so snotty. Yeah, yeah. I don't. She keeps her sunglasses on. You can tell she thinks it's beneath her. I don't know if I want those worlds combining. And I'm not, you know. Thank you. Yeah, I just don't think the Kardashians nonsense needs to mix with my Real Housewives. Lee, Andy Cohen, don't you whip up a little? No, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Don't whip. Don't whip up something evil like that. I know. Like I just. <laughs> I you know because also. I mean, we keep hearing over and over, even cast members, even who I really trust, Garcelle, said, this is not scripted. Yeah. And the Kardashians seem so scripted all the time, always. Right. I don't know if he would be, or I'm sorry, she would be able to um, divorce herself from that scripted nonsense. I I don't want to see Caitlyn Jenner golfing and trying to have like beef with somebody over golfing. Caitlyn Jenner is boring and yep. Bruce Jenner was boring absolutely on the Kardashians totally keeping up I mean it's just they always had to produce these things around like his hobbies right I mean like those pl- pl- like the weird planes, planes he flew and, and things yeah. and it was always boring and remember when Chris okay this was back when I really watched it hard remember when she like went to Chloe's house yeah for three days and Bruce didn't even know she was didn't gone? even know she was gone that was a part that didn't feel scripted I know that actually <laughs> felt real and yeah. and i'm gonna be honest one thing that really i get annoyed with is caitlin jenner has the worst fashion ever and i feel like i don't want another real housewife with bad fashion right. teddy mallencamp sutton a diamond sutton strack i would I, be okay with that only because i actually liked her behind the scene clips more than the clips of yeah. that they kind of portrayed but i think at the tail end they were leaning away from putting her on that's why they didn't put any of her good stuff in there maybe yeah maybe how about you Rocco you got any uh, strong feelings were you <laughs> I Kardashian actually forgot fan? Caitlyn Jenner was a thing I was like oh that's right Bruce Jenner. okay what has she been doing for for like two years she's well, kind of been out Caitlyn of the... I mean she had I am Caitlyn yeah okay. I watched that reality show and it was Boring. deadly dull yeah but I watched it because I felt I'd be supportive I thought I was I, uh, it was incredibly incredible to, because like, yeah, huge. I mean, 
Bruce Jenner, when I was like in college, I mean, he was like such a babe. He was an Olympic babe. Everywhere. Was, and he was and everywhere. Then his Elvis connection. I yeah. mean, like I have, to, you know, I like try to be supportive. And so I've read the Vanity Fair, but bad TV. So Andy Cohen, don't make that happen. Don't make that happen. <laughs> and I just remember, all I remember about her reality show was the house was interesting looking. Up on that flat bluff it seems scary to it seems me. scary but it was at least that was the most interesting part of it was the house end of story it was on a flat malibu thing surrounded by brush and dirt and no houses yeah like a spaceship could have landed it, there it looked like had, a spaceship landing i would have had the creeps living up there oh for by sure myself when that's dark out and the all window yeah for yeah. sure absolutely anyway and i don't know why jillian anderson put this show out with uh um, John Cusack, did you guys hear about, you know, on Amazon, this utopia yeah. about a pandemic? I know. It's just like... Nobody uh, wants that. Why? It's 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 so dumb. I couldn't even watch... So everyone was like, you got to watch Contagion because... No. And I tried to watch no. it for about mm, 30 right. minutes and I was like, you know what? No, this is not the break I'm looking for. Is yeah. is a worse version of our lives. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. I zombies, yes. Zombies, yes. Yes. Did you start watching Kingdom? Oh, beyond we're obsessed. Have you watched that Kingdom? No, you already started watching it after just hearing about it last week? Yes, because Rocco She's when a some, zombie fan. When somebody like Lori, and more importantly specifically Lori, says, Watch this zombie, okay. it's amazing. Nobody does zombies like Korea does zombies. That's right. I was like, game over. That's right. And now both me and Justin are pretty Trained much. Train to, Train to Busan, best zombie movie ever made. Okay. And Kingdom is an amazing zombie. I'm writing this down. I, she's, you that's the watch coolest it. thing that comes out of people's mouths. Sorry, game over. <laughs> we'll be back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.